0: It's time. It's time. time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian.
1: Switching gears to this Dolphins offense versus the 49ers defense. You know, I was doing a research, you know, to, to prep for, for this episode. And, and here's one of the things that I found that I thought was really interesting. Um, so the Dolphins have scored 30 plus points in their last four straight games. Okay, so the last four games they've played, they've scored 30 plus. But here's the opponents that they've scored those 30 plus points against. And then their defensive DVOA ranking. Detroit ranked 24th, Chicago 31st, Cleveland 29th, and Houston 27th. And then to dive even deeper, when they played Pittsburgh, who's ranked 14th, they scored 16 points. And then, again, this is with Tua. I didn't look at the games that that Tua wasn't in. Uh, There were three. So I I, I just looked at the games that Tua started. Mm -hmm. When they played New England, granted it was the first game of the season, but New England is currently uh, ranked second in defensive DVOA. They scored 20 points. Uh, They faced Baltimore uh, in week two. They scored 42 points. Baltimore is now ninth ranked in DVOA. And then they faced Buffalo uh, in week three uh Buffalo is third ranked in DVOA and they scored 21 points. So the only time this season that this team has scored more than 21 points against a top 15 defense was all the way back in week 2 against that Ravens defense. And so while they've earned the reputation of being a high flying offense, they really haven't faced a ton of stiff competition in the in the form of good defenses. And so that's really to me it's almost an unknown. They haven't yeah. faced they haven't faced a good defense since Tua's first game back from his concussion, which was against Pittsburgh. And if you remember watching that game, uh, he threw almost four interceptions in that game, hit four different Steelers mm-hmm. in the hands or the chest and they dropped him. So mm-hmm. the dolphins haven't faced a defense of this caliber, arguably since week one or week three, if you want to include Buffalo. And, and again, they scored 21 points. So, I Don't know. I and not only that, but they could be down both of their starting tackles, yeah. Uh, which could be uh pretty huge. Um, and so yeah, I mean this is this is the irresistible force, meaning the immovable object, right? Who is going to blink first? Is it going to be this 49ers defense that hasn't allowed a second half point in four straight games that pitched a, a shutout? uh last game that hasn't allowed more than nine points in a quarter in nineteen straight quarters or is it gonna be this high powered dolphins offense missing both tackles uh on a field that could be that could be a little wet, a little slippery. I don't know.
0: Against what is arguably the best defensive line in the league, who is getting Eric Armstead yeah. back, by the way. Yes. As of this last hour just tweeted out. Yes. Eric Armstead should be playing on Sunday, which he, is huge. he
1: told reporters he'd be playing.
0: Yep. Yep. So yeah. it's, it's, it is basically official. He should be playing Sunday. And if you look at the way that Miami operates, they don't even, they try to run the ball, but they're not committed to it. So the last, the last five games here, are the rushing totals for the last five games as a team against Minnesota, they, uh, which is back to going back to o- October 16th against Minnesota. They had 78 yards rushing next week against Pittsburgh. They had 95 yards rushing. Next week against the the Lions, they had 82 yards rushing. After that, it was the Bears. It was that weird game where they were back and forth, forth the fields, and it was just like, yeah, you know, that crazy game. And and they ran for 252 yards. Mostert of went off, and and uh, Jeff Wilson also scored that touchdown too. I believe that was the first game that they both played with them. I think. Yeah. So yeah, that was the first game.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: after that week, so uh, against Cleveland on November 13th, they rushed for 100, 112 yards. And then last week they they uh, um. Basically, we're not rushing the ball at all. There's 36 yards against the te- the, the Texans. So they're going to throw the ball. And there is one spot that I'm particularly worried about, aside from Tyreek Hill, because he could beat anybody. I'm sure. very worried about Diamond or Lenore against either of their receivers. And that's not to yeah. say Lenore is a, is a bad player at all. He's a very solid player. He's a good player. But... Man, against Tyreek Hill or J- Jalen Waddle, like that's just that's that's a mismatch that they're going to be going at. They're going to be going at that all day, and I fully expect Mike McDaniel to exploit that. And my hope is is that due to those two tackles possibly being out, uh, at least one looks like he's going to be out. I think Armstead's going to be out. He's got that chest injury. I don't know how he's going to play with that. Yeah, but uh, due to that, I think and I hope that they can get to the get to the quarterback and rush him a little bit, get him off his spot make him go through his reads quickly. If you can do that, then the the coverage on the back end will take care of itself. I think that Demico Ryan's plays a lot of zone here. It's a lot of hey, we're not going to give up the big play and we'll we'll deal with a thousand paper cuts that, because that also gives our defense a chance to force turnovers, which is what they've been doing at a, a really good clip so far. So I yeah. think it's going to be that sort of game. A lot a lot of cover 2, a lot of cover 3, a lot of zone. You'll see very little man, at least to start this game, see very little man. Mm-hmm. And they're just gonna be like, All right, Tua, you wanna throw and pick us apart? We dare you. Just do it. Try it. And and yeah. they'll probably end up with their share of turnovers. Because, like you said, he throws it to the other team and it's up to them to be able to catch it.
1: Yeah. I mean, Tua the like I said, that game against Pittsburgh, there were four dropped interceptions. But mm-hmm. on the on the books, he's only got three. Um, which kudos to him, right? But yeah. I think if both tackles are out, I think what you're going to see is a ton of quick game. And so mm-hmm. really it's going to be uh dependent upon the linebackers to tackle, right? Mm-hmm. Um really that's going to be I think that's going to be the difference in this game. If if the 49ers can tackle, I think that that they'll that they will they will be able to withstand this offense and they will come out with a victory. If the, the if the tackling is is sloppy, if there's, you know, if if Hufanga is missing tackles, if if those uh three linebackers, Aziz, Warner, and Greenlaw, if they're missing tackles, it's going to be a long day uh, because like I said, I think they're it, with both tackles out against these this defensive line, Mike McDaniel's seen this defensive line for you know f- five years now. I, he knows what he knows what they're about. He knows what they're going to do. And so very similar to what Kyle Shanahan does when Trent Williams is out uh, is he's going to rely a lot on getting that ball out quick. And so, mm-hmm. like I said, it's, it's going to be incumbent upon those linebackers uh, and safeties and corners to, to tackle and tackle well, because I don't think there's going to be a ton of opportunity to, uh, to for, uh, I'm not going to, let me rephrase that. It's not that there's going to, not going to be a ton of opportunity for the defensive line to eat. I just think that uh, they're not going to, they're they're not going to have any really long developing pass plays, especially if both tackles are out. So, and not only that, but. Tua is uh I believe first in the league in, in, in time to throw, meaning that uh he is actually getting the ball out quicker than than um than Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. but he also leads the league in uh intended air yards, meaning that mm-hmm. he's throwing it quick, but he's able to throw it quick and get it deep down the field because he's got two of the fastest receivers in the NFL. So, you know even with both of those tackles out, they may still be able to play the game that they want to play. Um, But we're obviously going to have to, we're just going to have to see, you know, obviously that's as, 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 as Al, as Al would say, we'll just have to wait and see. Right. So um, it's going to be a great game. I, I, I think, I don't think it's going to be high scoring. Um, I also don't think it's, it, it's, I think it's either going to be close. This is my prediction. It's either going to be a close, hard fought game. Or it's going to be a Dolphins blowout. It is not going to be a 49ers blowout. I, I, yeah, I, not, I don't think not. there's any way that this is going to be a 49ers blowout. And so no. uh, with that, let's get to our game predictions. And then uh, and then we'll get to uh, Matt Barrows from The Athletic. Uh, do you want me to start? Or do you want to start with your predictions, Zane? Why don't you go ahead? All right. Yeah. I'm going to be at this game. I desperately want to see the 49ers win this game. And I think knowing the pattern that Kyle Shanahan has had against his former assistants, Matt LaFleur, Sean McVeigh, and now Mike McDaniel, right? Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVeigh. Kyle Shanahan has pretty much owned Matt LaFleur. Just the one, the one time that they've lost was that 2019. Um, or no, I guess they've lost twice, 2019 and 2020 but then got him back in the playoffs and then got him back in the playoffs in 2021. Um, he knows tendencies. He knows that they know tendencies. And so I think he's, he's, he's willing to zag, especially when facing these guys. And so I, I'm, I'm going to keep my pattern I'm predicting a 49ers victory uh, because I can't, I can't predict a loss to a game I'm going to. I just can't. I, it's just not within me. So I am going to predict a 49ers victory. And I'm going to say the 49ers win this game. 30 to 27. Okay. So I hate this matchup
0: for the 49ers. I hate it because there's so much (laughs) speed on the dolphin side. And I I hate that because if it was a, just like a slogging team, like a plotting team, like it's like, all right, cool. Like the defense will be fine, but it's, it's such a big deal when you have speed like that, like elite speed at every level on their offense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you have a quarterback who's delivering the ball on time and accurately and a quarterback who's hot. Frankly, they won five games in a row. He's, he's, he's a hot quarterback. He's on a hot streak. And you've got an offensive line that kind of struggle. That's that's maybe a blip on the radar. That may be just one thing, like an outlier. But so let me back up and say that they've got games against Miami, Tampa Bay, and in Seattle next, right? Yeah. You got to get to 10 wins to make the playoffs. You You have to get to 10, at least 10. I think that 10 will do it as as a wild card. 10 will do it and maybe more for the division, but you got it to 10. they They're at seven. Now that means that there's several other games at the end of the season that are are winnable against the commanders, Raiders and and Cardinals again. Right. And and I feel like you can get two wins out of that. So out of these three games, they need one win. And it's really hard for me to pick them to pick, uh, pick them against Brady when he comes here for the last time, which will probably (laughs) be the last time. And that Seattle game terrifies me because i hate playing i hate when they have to play up there for like the division or something like that on so a on a thursday night on a short week when you know it's gonna yep. be and miserable so you need one <laughs> out of these three games at least and i i i hate the matchup but i'm gonna say that they're gonna get this one the niners, yeah. the niners will get this one so the niners hopefully will win it's gonna be close it's gonna be a robbie gold field goal at the end and they're going to win 28, 27,
1: right. 28, 27, one point victory. Whoo. Yes, man. I don't know if my heart can take it, but, uh, but Hey, I'm they, glad they, they, they don't have to have page. it.
0: They don't have to have it. They don't, it though, right? that's they the don't. Thing. like, that's the good thing yeah. is that the Niners, especially thank Thank you. Raiders appreciate that because of the Raiders yes. last week, the Niners don't have to have this game, right? That's the biggest thing. Yeah. But the problem is, is that if you don't win here, you put yourself in a must win next week against Tom Brady. And I, I don't like yeah. that. So it, despite yeah. the fact what whatever Tampa Bay is doing and, and all that stuff, you, you got to have this one. So I'm
1: going to say w- we're going to see them win. Yep. All right. I love it. All right. Thanks, Zane. I will be back with you and Al on Monday to recap this 49ers hopeful victory. Uh, but up next, Matt Barrows from The Athletic.